Hello and welcome to episode 27 of 10 Minute Country with me, James Dakin. Um, we're looking at um, Thomas Rhett today. He released a brand new single today, Friday the 1st of March. Happy spring, everyone. Um, called Look What God Gave Her. Um, it's the first song off his new album, upcoming album. Um, and it's a sort of continuation of those dance and pop um, and... Um, R&B and hip-hop themes that uh, he explored on Life Changes. And it occurred to me that, um, you know, this as the world waits for Taylor Swift's new album, as uh, Instagram goes wild over the, the hints of TS7, it occurred to me that Thomas might well be making a similar transition um, to the one that Taylor made. Um, qu- quieter, though, quietly, um, and um, a bit under the radar. Um, I have to say I struggled with a lot of life changes, Thomas Rhett's last album. Um, I liked Marry Me, and I liked Drink a Little Beer a lot. I liked that one a lot. Um, But there wasn't a lot on there for, you know, guitar fans and fans of um, pop rock country and that sort of thing. It um, It was hard to digest in places for me. Um... I was a massive fan of Tangled Up. In fact, that was the album that got me into Thomas Rhett. Um, but I liked Tangled Up in the same way that I liked Taylor Swift's Speak Now album. They sort of, they were both very similar in tone to me. Guitar-led, country pop. Um, bombastic songs like Anthem, um, Crash and Burn, Vacation, T-Shirt. Um, all classics. But even then, there were some of the sort of traditionalists and the, and the country diehards saying, do you know what, this isn't really country music. But if you go back to Thomas's debut album, um, it goes like this. And there were songs uh, like Beer With Jesus on, which were very country. But they did have songs like All American Middle Class White Boy, which whilst um, was a guitar-driven song, if you take the guitar out of that and put like a Bruno Mars style rhythm and beating that that could have sat very easily on one of thomas's later albums so i think he's always had this propensity to to experiment with his sound um going back to tangled i actually loved um the playing with fire ballad more than i did die a happy man there's nothing wrong with die a happy man it's a nice song um God, playing with fire was good. That that's where that's where I that's where I am with Thomas. I prefer the sort of the huge anthem songs than the sort of the quieter beachy songs or the the R and B songs. Um, and I referenced Bruno Mars um, a few seconds ago because um, you know Thomas is an unashamed fan of Bruno Mars. And in fact, if you look at a set list from a show. Um, that he played in just in January, a couple of months ago. He covered two Thomas Rhett songs, uh, two Thomas Rhett songs, covering his own songs. He covered two Bruno Mars songs on there, 24K Magic and That's What I Like. And, um, you know, his social media is um, often very complimentary to Bruno Mars, and he went mad when he went to see him in concert um, with his wife. I noticed that he still plays Beer With Jesus and All-American White Boy, um, you know, in his live shows. Um, but it, I think he sounds very different now uh, to the way that he did on his debut album. He's singing in a different way, even. And in fact, I went to see him live on the Life Changes tour in Birmingham, um, and there wasn't a lot of that show. It was a strange show. 
there were a lot of younger people there, a lot of people who I wouldn't necessarily say would have been at Luke Holmes and Ashley McBride or would have been, um, you know, at Old Dominion when they came round on their headline tour. They were supporting Thomas on that show. Um, you know, and, and, and TR's band were dressed very funkily. Um, and, I, I, you know, I can see, honestly, what he's trying to do. I think he is probably the first of a of a brave new young generation who believe that they can they can sit in both camps they can sit in country music and they can sit in pop music um I, I, you know and there's a lot of people out there these days who who listen to both um and i think it often depends on on how old you are so for example i'm 47 so I, you know, I, I was 15, 16 in 86, 87, uh, and that that really set my musical preferences. But growing up in the 80s, you know, you were unashamedly either a pop fan, a rock fan, an indie or a goth. Um, and there wasn't a lot of el- else on offer. Um, and, you know, the genre lines were clearly established and... You know, rockers hated indies and indies hated goths and everybody hated pop fans. <laughs> um, and I'm not saying this is a good thing, but I, and in fact, I'm probably complimenting millennials and I don't think they get enough compliments um, in in the press and on social media because everybody's always um, highlighting the things that they can't do. But actually, I think Thomas Rhett and that generation of millennials are probably way more open and um way more accepting of different types of music and i think thomas might well become a poster boy for that generation who aren't set in their ways and who aren't defined by genre rules and you know might find themselves listening to johnny cash one day and lady gaga the next um and again i think uh I, I'm I'm caught in between. I'm caught in between wanting my 47-year-old brain to to say, no, it's not country music and you can't listen to that and you should be loyal to the people that you love and all this sort of thing. Whilst at the same time, you know, I do have a belief in musical freedom and I, I love it when um, people do something I can't do, which is like listen to multiple genres in, in, in any one day. Um... You know, and I also believe that an artist has a right to always grow and develop uh, and not churn out the same stuff that they've always done because my listening tastes have changed over the years, you know, and um, I like to think I've grown and developed from where I was at 16 years old and at 20 and at 25. You know, we don't always listen to the same stuff. We don't always um, digest the same things. I used to love rock music back in the 80s and 90s, but I don't listen to a lot of rock music now because the lyrics at my age seem a little puerile in places, um, and that generation of rockers who were uh, playing, you know, in the eighties, are all in their sixties and seventies now, and um, you know, it's a little undignified sometimes to see them up on stage singing the same lyrics that they sang back in nineteen eighty-five. So, I think Thomas is is transitioning, and I think he's doing it rather well. I'm not saying I necessarily like. Um, Look What God Gave Her, his new song, which came out today. Check it out across the streaming platforms. Um, I've, I've listened to it two or three times, and I may well put it to bed, because it's just not my cup of tea. 
in many respects, I think Thomas might. I wish Thomas would. Do I wish? Maybe Thomas should do what Taylor Swift did. I, th- I really admired Taylor before she released 1989 when she unashamedly said, this is not a country album. If you're into country music, you know, maybe you should give this one a swerve. And, and she gave everybody a heads up. And I sort of admired that because she nailed her colours to the post um, and, and you know, was loud and proud about what she was doing. Um <clears throat> Maybe Thomas should do that. I don't know. Uh, do I like Look What God Gave Her? Not particularly. I would rather listen to Anthem and T-shirt and Vacation and stuff with a bit of a guitar in and less sort of snap tracks and those, you know, disc nightclub rhythms. Um, and the problem he's got is that ultimately, I think, whilst <clears throat> he's transferring and blurring boundaries and crossing genres... You know, music buying and the way that we, um, the way that we sort of differentiate music is still segmented into genres for chart purposes. Um, you know, Billboard charts currently have something like six or seven different charts on the go. They've got Hot 100, they've got a pop chart, they've got a rock chart, they've got a country chart, an R&B chart, a Latin chart. I think they've also got. And so, whilst the me you know whilst the media and the labels and the industry are segmenting music into genres there has to be some genre definitions and there has to be clear boundaries and distinctions between the genres so i don't know what chart look what god gave us should go into because it isn't a country song but at the same time will it chart on the pop charts is it harder to get a song on the pop charts than it is the country charts you know, it's got sort of R&B rhythms in it, but it certainly wouldn't go into the R&B charts. Um, and so this is the problem, I think, that TR has. You know, he is ahead of the game. I admire him as an artist, and I love what he's trying to do, but I don't think the industry and the charts and the large portion of the music-buying public is is as far on in their journeys as he is in his. So go check it out. Go check out Look What God Gave Her. It's not for me, uh, but that's not necessarily a bad thing because I'm not as evolved, possibly, as he is. Um, And it's out there, uh, and I'd be really interested to know what you think about it. Uh, Thanks for listening to 10 Minute Country today. I've been James Dakin.